Welcome to Strategy Simplified. In today's episode, I'm going to be discussing through internal consultant or strategy roles versus the traditional external role at a at a consulting firm. So we'll talk through just at a high level how to think about this, what some of the pros and cons are from moving in each direction and things that you should consider as you investigate these different possibilities and opportunities. I hope you enjoy the discussion. What's the difference between internal and external consulting and should you consider both? Here's my bottom line answer. Um, If you are considering a traditional management strategy consulting career path, then I would really recommend that you also consider pursuing internal consultant, internal strategy type roles as well. There are many large corporations that have established well laid out programs and pathways, um, many of which are founded and led by XMBB consultants and partners. Um, so it would be it would be it would be a miss to really reject that possibility, that pathway completely, I believe. Um, now let's take a bit let's take a step back and let's think overall about the difference here. Um, you know, external consultants is when you're looking, when you're starting to look at the consulting space, you're investigating the management strategy consulting industry and figuring out who the players are, MBB, top four boutique firms, et cetera. That's all in the, in the, in the external consultant realm. You will be working at a consulting firm and, on a team, usually you will be placed at, uh, you know, with with a client for a distinct amount of time on a specific project to be able to achieve a certain objective. Um, when you start on that project as an analyst or associate level, the the contract will have already been put in place. A statement of work will have been, um, you know, solidified and figured out the leadership of that firm will already have gone through a sales cycle, a proposal process to help define what it is exactly, what's the key question and objective that you and your team are there to help that client solve. You go in, you have a set amount of time to be able to do that. You're limited on on all resources, right? Time and people. Um, You go in, you take a hypothesis-driven, really a focused approach. Um, In external consulting, sometimes you are you are kind of seen as the um, seen as the bad guy, for for lack of a better word. Um, you know, we we a lot of clients want to bring in external consultants to be able to handle sensitive matters or politically tricky matters, or um, to try and 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 come to evidence based, data driven conclusions that are not popular. Um, so over time, um, part of an external consultant's work is to to build deep and real relationships, authentic relationships with your clients. Um, of course, over over many months or years, you're hoping to work with the same clients again to really maintain and nurture those relationships and be seen as a as a true thought partner and advisor. But you're always kind of balancing and, and having the challenge of um you know, do do our clients see us as true partners, or do they see us as a as a an external necessity? Um, 
but sometimes perhaps with with um, with challenging or even kind of antagonistic undertones as being a an outsider, quote unquote. Uh, the, this, this balance of, of, um, this dance of external consulting, you know, many firms are only staffed on one project at a time. Some firms are staffed on two projects at a time, but, you know, very focused in your efforts at the, at the, the analyst and associate level, those entry level kind of post undergrad or post advanced degree roles. Um, and over multiple projects, you get to, to try and build some diversity in your work. Um, of course, as you start this recruiting process, you need to go out and, and, and assess the consulting landscape and figure out what kind of work do I want to do? Um, one of the main categorizations and ways you should think about it is in terms of both what, what are the industries that this consulting firm works in and what are the practice areas or functional areas that this consulting firm works in? And we can make a little two by two matrix out of that, right? There are there are consulting firms that only work in one industry, like healthcare um, or tech, um, and then there are firms that work across a number of industries, um, MBB, Big Four, etc. Uh, and then on the other side of our two by two matrix, we could say, well, there are firms that work in uh, kind of one functional area. And functional area practice areas, you know, we could think about things like operations, marketing, finance, supply chain, et cetera, business functions or practice areas like human capital, um, people and organization, um, et cetera. But then there's a bunch of firms that work across practice areas. And so in your own diligence process, you want to assess what type of work am I perhaps interested in um, and what type of diversity of work uh, do I do I want to try and achieve throughout a, a consulting tenure and make sure that you are targeting firms that align with those goals. So that's that's that that traditional external consulting landscape and role. Um, and from project to project over your tenure, you could expect to get some diversity of work across across industry and practice area to the degree that your firm does those different types of work. And then you're also looking from project to project to to get access to different types of work. Maybe on one project, you're helping lead the quantitative analysis. And on another project, you're really focused on the customer journey and customer insights. And maybe on another project, you're leading up kind of market sizing and market research, um, giving yourself access to different types of project activities, different types of both qualitative and quantitative analysis, and um, really checking the box for all the things that you need to be able to achieve and do to kind of make it out of your current tenure and be promoted to the next level within your firm. Growing in your ability to be a thought leader and lead more significant client meetings and then client relationships and, and then be a relationship owner, et cetera, et cetera. And your firm, once you get in that role, will have some type of a um, job responsibilities or career progression and pathway, uh, learning and development, growth and maturity type of checklist for you to be able to, to move up and, and move forward in that role. 
Um, and the, the div in an external consulting firm, a traditional consulting firm, the, um, the pathway forward as you progress from role to role and the development of you as a consultant um, in terms of a, from an L&D type standpoint, um, those are rather, rather, um, I was going to say regimented. I don't know that that's the right word, but they're, they're rather concrete paths, right? Because the 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 retention and training and development of your people at a consulting firm that that's your main business are we taking care of our people are we training our people are you know what knowledge are 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 our people creating that we're able to leverage in terms of our client sales and relationships moving forward i mean consulting firms are in the business of people um and so you 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 know, you should expect and you should look for um, how do these firms treat their people and what is in line um, or what's what's on the table? What what are the options and opportunities for me to develop in this role from a learning and development growth maturity perspective? Um, so if we contrast that with the possibility of moving into an internal strategy, internal consultant role. So let's let's start at the top of that one, right? There are lots of large companies that are big enough and complex enough to have their own internal strategy or internal consulting function or team um, that that they have decided. Um, and this doesn't this doesn't mean that they that they don't also use external consultants, but that they have built within their company a separate group and function. Um, to be able to be to 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 when they when they come up with key project work, key challenges and questions, um, the the goal usually is well we're we're not first going to go out and pay a premium for an external consulting firm to come in and help figure out our issues. We're going to go first to this internal role and function and group that we've already built up, and we then overall as an organization as a company would expect to pay less for, uh, you know, ha kind of have it be a lower cost service. We don't have to go up the learning curve every time as an external consulting firm comes in and has to really learn our business and learn our industry and figure out our business model and value proposition and mission and vision and values. No, we just have, we have internal folks here at Amex, at Dell, at Capital One, at Deutsche Bank, at Disney, et cetera to be able to to come in and and still work on projects, still work in teams, still have um still have a little bit of that external perspective. Maybe as an internal consultant you're going to a new part of the business that you haven't had exposure to before or um you're going to, you know, tackle a new question that you've never really thought of or or wrestled with before. But there is that familiarity, there is that, um, that, that anchor that you are still an employee of this same company, you are not an outsider. We'll be right back after this quick message. Maximize your chances of getting a top 10 consulting offer with Black Belt, Management Consultants Case Prep Program. In Black Belt, you get one on one coaching from an MBB consultant, an exclusive group training on case structures, math, and a full case walkthrough, 
and resume and cover letter edits. Consulting firms are recruiting earlier than ever, and the folks who are prepared to interview with the first wave of candidates will be more likely to win in this competitive landscape. There are limited seats remaining for the May cohort of Black Belt. Register now at the link in the show notes. Now, when considering these roles, some of the first things that that I think of that personally I would want to want to know is um, number one, how long has this function been around, and why did it come to be at this company? And a, a, a question like that can help you establish um, how, yeah, the the. The, the the length of which um, you know the, the duration that this program has been has been in place and also um, the the strength of perhaps that function or group overall uh, I would think very differently about joining a new internal strategy or consulting function versus a well-established um, function that has had time to grow and mature and and develop those same concrete pathways for um, career advancement, career pathing, and you know um, learning and development in the same way that an external consulting firm um, has has developed all of those things. Um, also by asking and, and trying to learn more about kind of why, you know, can you tell me about how this group came to be? Um, then you can start to get to, to some of the heart of the matter of, um, what's the overall philosophy behind this group? Um, do they still try and take a real external perspective to things or, um, do they, do they largely hire from within their own company? Um, uh, coming at an, at an entry level, um, this may not feel like necessarily an important question, but as you think more broadly about, um, what type of, what type of perspective does this internal strategy function take as it relates to the way that they approach projects and develop their people within, within their group? Um, some companies look more exclusively to hire, um, not at the entry level, but when you think about hiring kind of mid-level managers or even uh, kind of more senior leaders, those those are that would equate to the kind of junior partner or partner level at an external consulting firm. Um, some of these internal groups look to hire quite extensively externally, and they're, they're going to bring in people who may have uh, burnt out a little bit from uh, McKinsey, Bain, BCG, big four firms, et cetera. And and look to inject that that kind of new new blood external perspective in their own internal function or on the other end of the spectrum, some of these firms like to grow their in-house talent and really have it not be seen as a um, as a as an external group. But this is, you know, we're just dedicating some of our best people and, and brightest minds and, you know, creative thinkers and problem solvers to an internal strategy or consulting function of our own. So um, I would want to ask the question to understand how long has it been around? You know, kind of why did you create this group? Um, at more senior levels, do you try to hire from just within the organization or do you hire externally? Can you tell me a little bit more about the the type of people, the leaders, the backgrounds, uh, well, the type of people and backgrounds of the, the leaders of this group? Um, and and I would want to do some of that digging and research myself, uh, certainly before going into any of those networking or 
or interview context to better understand the way that they approach this, this work. Um, and, and then to ask those questions around those, you know, I guess what I've called in this podcast so far, concrete pathways. Um, what, what are the typical, what's the typical career pathing for someone that goes into this type of internal strategy role? Um, do you know the average tenure of someone who is, is in this job? Is it, you know, I, I understand that in an external consulting role that it can be a rather revolving door with, with an average tenure of only a couple of years. But is that similar in your internal strategy group? Um, are you able to, to keep people on for longer? Most times the answer is going to be yes. And, and that that's going to speak to some of the benefits of moving into and being a part of an internal strategy role. It may, that, that internal role may come with less of a need to travel. It may come with a lower pressure in terms of, um, resource constraints. So in external consulting, you're always on the clock. You're always having to to work within limited timelines and budgets um, because because you know you're you're you know the it's got a high price point and the 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 clients don't have unlimited funds and money for you to be able to stay and do this work. Well, when you're in an internal consulting role, the the transfer of funds is going to work quite differently. The the kind of internal billing um, that would be associated with leveraging an internal consultant or internal consultant team um, that's going to work differently than than it does in external consulting, and that may result in many cases to um, um, less pressure on you. You will still have you will still have time bound projects and deadlines, but not to the same degree of of pressure that you would experience in an external consultant uh, role. Um, you in an internal consulting role. Also, you can see this as a blessing or a curse, right? But you're going to become really smart on what it is that your organization does and that corner of the business world. So um, when you think about that industry or company specialization, um, you want to be excited about learning about that specific thing over the next few years. And, And there's still some, you know, like Google has internal strategy functions, Right. Um, Google BizOps, um, it kind of where operates like an internal consulting group. And and Google as a company is is quite diverse. You could you could learn a lot about a, a bunch of different programs, platforms, uh, you know, functional areas, etc. Um, but you're still gonna be all in the world of Google while you're there, right? Um, you know, if you go to if you go to Zurich Insurance Group and, you know, you're an internal consultant, you're going to become really smart about um, about insurance and, and a lot of corporate insurance. Right. Um, so you just you've, you've got to be sure and you've got to look at and consider, hey, am I excited to be to drive some specialization and become become more of an expert on this space? Um, now, if I can balance that with with feeling like I'm going to be trained and get the general skill set of a management strategy consultant, then I'm not going to worry too much personally, kind of, you know, especially at the beginning of your career about specializing in one in one thing or another. 
Um, that type of specialization comes naturally, even in a generalist role. Over a couple of years, you start to specialize and you start to become more of an expert in one industry or functional area or at the crosshairs of those two lenses. Um, but that's why I think I would want to couple it in an internal strategy role and group. I'd want to I'd want to understand more about the, um, you know, who's leading this group kind of is it, um, you know, what kind of training and development am I what I expect to get? Um, how do you consider yourself as similar or different to um, external concern, you know, consulting firms? Um, I think that that for many of these jobs and opportunities, you're going to, you know, you, you are going to gain the same skill set as you would at an external consulting firm. Um, with a, a little more focus and specialization, maybe a little less travel, maybe a little less, um, maybe, maybe less chance for uh, being seen as an outsider, right? And, and the possibility for um, kind of antagonistic client relations. Um, but instead, you are, you know, you, you are a partner in this firm kind of automatically or in this, you, you're a partner in this, in this engagement automatically because you are also an employee of um, the same company that your clients are a part of. Um, so, you know, the, the, the last piece that I'll speak to here in terms of internal versus external consulting is in, in external consulting, traditional management strategy consulting, you do not often get to be a part of the implementation process. And so many times we're going in for a short duration of time to help our clients figure out a really tough, challenging or politically sensitive problem. And, 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 and we create a robust evidence-based um, recommendation or portfolio of solutions for them. And then we hand off that playbook to our clients for them largely to implement. Implementation is a long tail, right? It takes a long time to really put these things in practice, to iterate on it. Sometimes in, in, you know, in external consulting firms, we get to be a part of a pilot process to start to test and refine our ideas. And, and that gives you a taste of implementation, but you don't really get to see things out fully unless you go into a, an implementation consulting role. And a lot of firms have those um, kind of, you know, more are starting to, to grow that function so that they can leave behind maybe one consultant um, and, and have them be a real partner with the client over a longer period of time. But you're, you're, you're not likely to move into one of those roles coming straight out of um, a degree program. Um, so, you know, in an internal role, you you may have more opportunities to actually see your see your advice and recommendations come to fruition. You may have more opportunities to 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 be a part of the full implementation of your recommendation and ideas, as opposed to just having to hear about it secondhand later on. Um, and and being a part of that organization, the the, the pride that you feel about seeing your work really in action. Um, although I haven't had that experience for myself, but it just kind of, a, as I imagine it, um, I think that that could feel really fulfilling and really satisfying um, and is another great driver of why I think you should consider uh, one of these roles as well. Um, so 
with that, you know, I hope that, that gives you just a, a few more things to think about in terms of internal versus external consulting as you go through and, and pursue your recruitment process. Hey, Strategy Simplified, Jay Futh here. Before we end today's episode, I'm going to read one review we've received on Apple Podcasts. The person who wrote it will win a free course from Management Consultant. This review is by Fresh Debutante. Okay, here it is. As someone who does not have a business slash management consulting background, I loved being able to learn about the business models for popular companies. The podcast was short and so easy to listen to. Jenny Ray was engaging, and I'm eager for the next podcast. Thanks for the review, debutante. Um, You just won yourself a free course, and we'll be in touch shortly to make sure you get that. So don't forget to leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts for a chance to win. After you leave the review, send us a quick email to podcast at managementconsultant.com just to let us know. Thanks for joining us today. Whether you're looking to break into an internal or external consulting group, we can help. You can work with our expert team on resume edits and interview prep, and find a comprehensive list of internal strategy groups at the link in the show notes. We'll see you next time.